podcast to talk about his next fighting opportunity taking place this Friday night at Combat FC 4 is Jake the Gorilla Pilla in the house. What's up, my man? Long tie, bro. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing great, man. How you doing, man? Good, man. Ready to get in there and get this fight going. Yeah, bro. Uh, this is be your third time fighting for Combat FC. This is their fourth yep. card. Uh, this is your third card in a row for man. First of all, how'd you get hooked up with Combat FC since before this, all your fights were at the uh, uh, Combat Zone. Now uh, you're jumping in there with Joe Cav and uh, Fight Pass, man. How'd you get linked up with them, first of all? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I, I fought my whole career with Combat Zone. Obviously, I love Cal and those guys. I spent a lot, a lot of time over there. Um, I'd say when Combat FC came to do their first event, uh, they talked to me a little bit about being on there. It just kind of didn't work for timing, you know, and then, but they invited me down to come and watch the show. They're like, Hey, you know, if you're in the area swing through and it's, it's pretty close to me, like, uh, like hometown wise, it's probably like 15 minutes. So I was like, all right, like, what do I get to lose? Uh, Tim Cannon was fighting that night. Tim's a teammate. I was like, you know, I'll definitely be over there anyways. So I went down the venue itself was pretty cool. It was super local, like good energy, uh, Joe Cav and Rick ended up being super, super nice and just like super cool with me that night. And hey, we want you to fight. We want to get you involved. And and they've been true to their word ever since. They, I will say, man, you know, I've been uh, lucky enough to work with a lot of organizations as a coach, as a training partner, as a fighter. Um, and, and the boys at Combat FC really take care of me. So I, I definitely appreciate them. I enjoy fighting for them. I think they actually like really care about the guys and the fighters and, and kind of what's going on rather than just it being like a money thing, you know, T to them, it, it, they really do put us fighters first. And like for that, I, I you know, I couldn't commend them more. So. Ac excellent new uh, promotion out there in New England. So kudos to them for giving you fighters mm -hmm. work, man. Uh, they're on Fight Pass, bro. That um, I would imagine that was, I you know, Combat Zone has their own streaming, but this was the first time you uh you got to reach out to kind of uh you know out of out of the the, the country because you fight passes everywhere, yeah. man. How uh how special was that to be able to fight in front of a a whole new set of eyes? That was super cool, man. That's like a dream come true, you know. Any fighter who's who's coming up or is, is in the game, you know, they we always are excited to make our first walk through the UFC or through the PFL or Bellator or on Fight Pass. You know, those are those are big milestones. So it definitely it's cool. Even now, people, oh, where can I watch a fight? You know, like being able to be like, oh, UFC Fight Pass. Or, you know, like even showing somebody one of my last fights, like it feels good going on the UFC app to pull up my fight. You know, like that's pretty cool. So it definitely, uh, definitely was a, you know, a big change. I was super excited for it. So I'm, I'm loving it, man. I'm going to keep riding it out. Well, my man, uh, this is the most consistent you've been uh, since you were in your AMI, AMI career. Uh, you know, we had COVID. Yeah. That kind of, kind of put a little halt to you. You made your pro debut in 2019, came back in 2022, fighting for Joe Cav, your third card in a row in uh, like an eight-month span or so. You're fighting every four four months, which is pretty consistent compared to, you know, fighting in the, fa the past. What, what's been the change here? Um, I don't, I think it's kind of, you know, do or die at this point. I, I've been in the game a long time, you know, uh, we've been talking since I was in AMI, you know, and so it's one of those things, man, I, I've tried to be pretty active my whole career, you know, I, I've tried to continue to fight and stay active and keep doing the things I want to do, but 
things come up all the time, man. Opponents pull out, injuries happen, COVID happened, uh, you know, this happens. It, it, there's always kind of some reason or some excuse. And so Joe Cab and Rick, they ended up just putting it together to be able to find me a couple guys and, you know, some good matchups and, and get me in there consistently. And I want to stay inconsistent and I want to keep moving forward. You know, I, I struggle with a couple of the other uh, matchmakers locally um, where I, I don't see them setting up good fights or really having, you know, any good matchmaking or taking care of the right people. Um, and so like when it comes to Joe and Rick, I, I think that they, you know, they're, they're pretty honest straight across the board, you know, even this fight, you know, Friday, the, the opponent I have now, you know, may not be the caliber opponent that I started with, but it's a fight, you know, I'm going in there. I need to take those steps and, you know, like they're, they're running it the right way, you know, slow and steady. I'm not trying to jump and skip anybody or, or, you know, take this quick track and just be in the UFC after three or four fights. Like, I'm I'm just here to fight and grow and build the record and step by step and do it the right way. And I think that they, you know, enjoy the fact that I'm trying to do it properly. And so now, if they have four or five fights a year, I'm trying to be on all of them. I'm trying to stay as active as I can. I'm, you know, I'm really trying to push a pace. I, I love fighting for them. I'd love to fight for, you know, like a PFL or an XMMA or an Eagle FC over the next eight months, you know, but I... Everything they have said to me so far, they have followed through with um, uh, above and beyond, you know, the, the normal. They've said things that just just conversation wise that they've proven that, you know, they never needed to prove. But the fact that they did have gone a long way. And so I, I'm going to fight with them as long as I can at this point. Well, you're definitely uh, you're definitely doing great things in their cage for them. Uh, your last two fights didn't go over 30 seconds, my man. First round sub finishes. Uh, you are very well known for your grappling and uh, your submissions. You've you know in your three wins, all different submissions in there. Is uh, that a mindset when you walk in? You know what you can do on the ground. You know on the ground starts off on the feet, but does it disappoint you a little bit that you don't get to show more of your hands in there? The the fights usually hit the ground, uh, you know, pretty early in the fight? Um, I wouldn't say it disappoints me. It's one of those things I, I honestly think it's kind of one of those cool things about me that people really can't study my footage the same way you can everybody else's. You know, if you're going to fight me, uh, you know, like realistically on a coach aspect, if you were to coach against me, there are two things that you would coach against, leg kick and takedown, because that's really all you get to see. So it, I've thrown capoeira kicks that have landed, you know, like I have heavy leg kicks, I have good striking, good movement, but I don't even, it normally doesn't even get to there. So the way I look at it, man, is I could go in there and try to make a fight last 10 minutes and give somebody else an opportunity to, to land a lucky punch, or I can get in there and get out of there. At some point in my career, I'm not going to have a choice but to go for 15, 25 minutes. Why do that now? You know what I mean? Like, it, to me, it, it makes sense to get in there and get out of there as fast as I can. So... If these boys want to keep, you know, want to keep getting out in the first round, I'm going to let them. <laughs> well, you did speak about this opponent coming in. Uh, another late notice opponent that you are no stranger to. And that, that you know, going back early in your career, you've had so many fights fall through at no fault of your own. This, here we go again. Uh, it seemed like you had opponents two months back. And now, you know, the last three weeks or so, they finally get you another guy. What do you know about this guy? I know he likes to stand and bang. He's fought for BKFC, has a, a bunch of professional boxing matches in between those MMA fights, man. What do you know about him other than this kid wants to come out and uh, throw some fists at you? That's kind of that's kind of my extent. I mean, I, I haven't heard anything, you know, uh, in a positive or negative manner about him. All I've ever heard was that he's, you know, he's a gentleman and a nice guy and that he'll show up. And so, like, to me, that's, that's kind of what I need him for. 
Um, but I, I do think he's got some heavy hands. I think he's super, super aggressive. And I think he's going to try to bring this fight at me. I think he's going to come out there and turn this thing into a, you know, into a bar brawl at that point. I think he's going to come out and try to make this an all out, you know, a war. And that's, you know, that's kind of his, that would be his best chance in this fight would be to, you know, turn this into some sloppy, you know, street fight and hopefully catch me. And, and so I just got to stay composed, stay calm and collected and just, you know, get the job done. Well, it's a great card coming up. A lot of familiar faces, uh, a couple of UFC guys that uh, come back to the New England area, getting in some work, man. How excited are you be on their third card in a row for Joe Cav and Combat FC? I mean, Joe is good friends with Dana. Uh, I did see you uh, maybe get a handshake with Dana at the at the combat zone when they had looking for a fight, man. Um, you know, as far as this card and staying busy, how excited are you to get on this card with some familiar faces that you might have, uh, you know, you might have trained with or just seen fight uh, coming up in your career? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. There's a lot of good names in this card. Um, they they definitely are putting together, you know, one hell of a show. They're bringing Jan Oliveira back. That's pretty awesome. You know, I'm excited to fight the same as him. Uh, Randy Costa's fighting that night. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, Jared St. Jean, you know, former student, trainer partner. I, I always love seeing him scrapping his Amy debut. Yeah, not debut, uh, but his Amy fights. So I'm excited, man. There's a lot of good names, a lot of good people. And so my thing is locally, you know, not to, to kind of, to my own horn, but I, I do pretty well on tickets and, the, and a home crowd, and this is right in my backyard. So I, fighting for them has honestly been the best thing that could have happened. You know, I always hoped that a promotion would come back and do some stuff in Lowell or do some stuff in Wilmington or, you know, close enough where, like, the home crowd is really the home crowd, um, and they've done it. And so for me, I, I love being over there. You know, I it's a 20-minute ride from my house. You know, like, I'm, I'm going back to the gym to hang out after the fights. Like, yeah. it's, I don't know, it's different. You know, it's... I know it's a luxury I won't have forever in this sport. And so I'm just trying to soak it up while I can, you know, to have all my family, all my friends, like everybody there is, is pretty cool. And fighting with the bigger names, man, it's, it's an honor, but I also do feel uh, in a respectful level that I am just as big. And if it's not seen yet, it will be. Um, and so I, you know, I, I think when they're in the house that night, they're going to be like, damn, this kid does pull a crowd, you know, like, so I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for them to, to get a feel of what I can bring into a room. Excellent. Well, my friend, uh, I do imagine you are a bantamweight, but you've been fighting at catch weights because of late notice fights and, you know, hard to get your opponents here. Where do you want to sit as far as a, uh, a weight class? Are you a bantamweight um, or, you you know, you can fight catch weights and featherweights, but where do you want to be? Like if this UFC comes calling, contender series, yeah. contender series, something like that, where is your weight class, Your you know, where you want to be? I'm a bantamweight. All right. Yeah, I'm a 35er. You know, I'm, I'm five seven. I'm not super tall. Uh, you know, the the cut to 140. You know, obviously cutting isn't fun, but it's not terrible. Um, I've definitely dialed it in a lot better. Uh, I work with Brendan Marat quite a bit. Um, he owns a like a small cafe, and they do all my meal prep stuff, and they're awesome. And uh, like making the jump to him, and like getting the meals, and getting all my stuff covered, and like really dialing in has, has kind of changed all that where before, you know, the start of my career, there were times, you know, trying to make 45, I was in a struggle and I'm not, I'm not that big. I just didn't know, you know, kind of how to cut weight. And I was still young and in my amateur days where now I'm, I'm eating up until the day before weigh-ins, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's pretty cool. You know, I'm having like full meals and, uh, you know, I will say the last time I fought, 
he sends me this, you know, 10, 12 meals for the week of the fight. And I'm like, buddy, I can't eat any of these. You know, like, what are you doing? And he's like, listen, you have to trust me. He's like, you know, you have to just listen to me and trust. And I was like, all right, fine. And in my head, I was like, this man's going to make me sit in the sauna for an extra eight hours for all this food he wants me to eat. And it worked, man. I, you know, like the weight just kind of fell off and kept dropping off. And I was eating and I felt good and healthy. And, you know, so even right now, I mean, we're what, four days out from yeah. weigh-ins. And I'm probably sitting at like, say six, seven pounds, if that, you know, and I'm not, I'm not dying. I'm not hurting. I'm feeling pretty good, you know? So it's like, if I, if I, I would say right now I could make weight tonight, Excellent. you know, yeah, I'd be a little bit miserable, but I could be there tonight, you know? So to have four days to do that is, is a blessing. You know? Excellent. Well, a couple more questions about, uh, you know, fighting and, and all that. As far as training partners, um, I know you're very loyal to your teams. Is there anything you added and who are your main training partners and camps that you're getting all your work from? Yeah, so, it, I mean, it's uh, everything's kind of starting to fall right into place. Um, my school is becoming more and more competitive with the guys. And so we have three people fighting this month, um, which is pretty cool. So we're all in camp together, good and getting like really good work. Uh, as far as like who's in my camp and training and stuff like that, I've always been under Brian Caldwell and John Howard since the start of my career, since you and I started talking. Uh, Brian's been my jiu-jitsu coach, Dooms been my MMA coach, um, and they're still around and still current. Uh, I trained with Dooms yesterday. I'll be training with Brian tomorrow, you know, pretty regularly. But on top of it, man, you know, Sean Graham from FAF, I'm down there all the time getting work in. Uh, Nate from Burgess, I'm up there with all the Burgess guys, Mike Bazance and Taco, you know, like all the killers up there getting a ton of work. And then in my room, man, like even though these guys are Amy, I got some tough, tough studs in there that are giving some good rounds and good work. I got, I got guys who were NCAA qualifiers coming back to start wrestling. I got, you know, Jake Ferry on the mats. I got Ryan Wacker on the mats. Uh, I got Melissa Santos, Amanda Ferreira, you know, like, I have people that are active and really looking to, to make a statement this year. And so it, it's kind of cool, man. We're all doing the, the same thing, but a little bit different, you know? And so there was definitely a worry and a lot of conversation about owning a school and opening a school and not being able to train and having to be, you know, coaching all the time and all that. Uh, and so not that I changed the business model, but I, I just pressed through the way I thought it should go. And so now I have brought in Sean Graham to coach at my school. I've brought in Brian Caldwell to coach at my school. I, you know, I have Larry Coots, I, I have Roberto, I have Chris Rediani. I, you know, I have all these guys that are coming down that are coaching at my school. I'd go to their classes anyways, if it was at their school. So now it's almost like I just beat the system. You know, I, I get to oversee and kind of run the program, but I trust all them as my coaches and, and you know, training partners. So it's, it's feeling good, man. I, I'm, I'm really dialing in. I also, uh, kind of a, a big addition that I think is going to kind of make a lot of changes. I brought in a performance coach, you know, my buddy, uh, CPK, uh, has a dude. He's, it's, it's like, uh, I don't even know how to explain him. He's a fucking wizard. Right. And he like, he comes in, this man breaks down the entire UFC PI's like uh, handbook that they went through. And he's, he rips through the entire thing. He's pulling facts, statistics, printing stuff out. He like, you name it, that man is on top of it. And so, like, having him added to the mix, having Coach Sean with all my mint work, you know, like, I really feel dialed in. I, I definitely feel like my game has evolved tremendously. And then even after this camp, I started doing a – I just – I started a lot more Muay Thai, a lot more boxing, and I'm, I'm going to kind of keep pressing with a lot of that stuff. I'd love to maybe take a Thai fight at some point. I'm uh, – I'm in the I'm in the talk right now with a, a Thailand trip and some other things to get some good training in. So 
I definitely, uh, I'm getting older. I feel like I'm dialing in a little bit better. Things are, are moving a little bit smoother and I, I got a lot less to worry about now. You know, um, my focus is pretty much on fighting the gym and my family. And that's, you know, I kind of put everything else aside and I think it's kind of my time to make a run. There you go, my friend. And you will also uh, give him back on the coaching side, which you meant. Uh, you mentioned some fighters going to be making their their way to the cage. I know you uh, you have been in that corner, giving directions to some fighters uh, that you train with and uh, are getting ready for their own careers. Uh, do you get more nervous watching your fighters that you help through a training camp and then you coach? Uh, do you get more nervous for their fights or your fights? Oh, I hate coaching their fights. <laughs> I hate it. It's so stressful, man. If I'm in there, it's on me. When there's a draw, I can walk out. I can be okay. I can, you know, I can deal with it. When they're in there, man, oh, I feel the weight of the world, you know? And it's sad, too, because I, I could care less if they ever win a fight or, you know, lose the fight. None of that matters to me. You know, I, I go in there and I, I try to do the best I can because I, I really care and I love them. But still, you know, obviously I want to give them the opportunity and the tools they need to be successful. And, and so it's, uh, those moments are, are brutal, man. I was telling the guys at Combat FC, I've, any promotion that's asked me to tell them all the time, I am not going to fight the same night as one of these guys. It's too much. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. No I can imagine. Um, last thing here before I let you give you a shout out to stuff. Uh, Jake, this is going to be your, you know, your, your, your third time jumping in there for Combat FC, fight pass. Uh, you know, you got three quick finishes in your first three professional fights, man. What do we expect to see from you on uh, June 16th at Combat FC 4, man? I think you can expect to see me keep moving, you know, keep going forward, picking up another win and just trying to, you know, add another notch on my belt for my career. I uh, I definitely am pretty dialed in right now. I think, I don't know if we're going to see a quick quick submission finish, but I do think we're going to see quite a, quite a quick finish. I think I'm... Uh, a little bit more malicious at this point than I've been in my career previously. I think I'm a little bit more, uh, how do I put this? I don't want to say articulate because it's not the word, but I'm, uh, my intent is very high. You know, everything that I'm throwing has a really, really high intent. Uh, and there's a rhyme and reason behind all of it right now. And so I, I definitely think people are going to see a whole new level to what I am in my game. And so if, uh, if this ends too quick for me to show it, then I'm excited to step back in there and let everybody know. But there's there's definitely a whole new fighter kind of coming to play at this point. So I'm, I'm pumped, man. I think everyone's going to watch me go in there that first round, and then we're going to go get some drinks. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm bringing fireworks. I, I am coming uh, with everything I have for this gentleman. And I like I say all the time, you know, I'll happily shake his hand. You know, nothing but love and respect. I, I got nothing personal. He's probably, a, you know, great person but we got a job to do i'm gonna do mine a lot better excellent you know? my man excellent bro uh well awesome catching up with you bro it's been a it's been a little while um i'm going to be there friday night it's going to be my first time going to combat uh fc so i'm excited to uh see what they got in store there uh but you know until then man have a great rest of the training camp you got to you know just a two or three more days before weigh-ins uh we'll be watching those and uh checking out all the festivities there so last thing my friend now shout out sponsors thank you social media anything you want to say and i'll let you get back to your day and i'll uh, get ready for this big big fight on friday night awesome man i appreciate it yeah so social media is nice and easy it should just be jake the gorilla for my personal page and the gym is going to be gorilla crew fitness um as far as shout outs, man, I always like to shout out my mom, dad, and little brother, uh, my girl, my little one, uh, you know, my whole family and friends, my coaches, my teammates, everybody that's behind me. I, 
there's not a thing in this world I could do without their support and without them here. And so I, you know, I definitely got to shout them out to all my friends, the fans, the people coming down looking for a good show. I, you know, I, I really hope to put on for you guys and uh, stay tuned. There's some big, big things coming this year. Excellent, my man. It's uh, just the middle of the year, bro. There's a lot left to go, so we can't wait to oh, see yeah. what's next for you. With that said, man, uh, happy belated birthday. I know you had a birthday you, a couple you. of days ago. The, the the stands are going to be full of green and candles glowing on Friday night. So you have a good time, man. Have a great celebration Friday. I'll see you there. And I can't wait to see you working there, my friend. Sounds good, my man. Looking forward to it. All right, you have a good week. You too.